Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right. Good morning and welcome to Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasegara, guest host for today's program on Super Talk Mississippi here in the Element Wealth Studios. I'm very excited to be here. I'm fired up and ready to go. I hope you are as well as we have a really great show lined up. Um, over this weekend, so many things happened. And as I was driving in this morning, I just kept hearing about different stories and different responses. And I was like, oh, we need to cover that. We need to cover that. So hopefully, I can get through the majority of what's going on. But the theme for today is President Biden and his Washington Democrats. They're lying about a lot of the negative consequences caused by their very policy actions. And it's maddening, at least to me. Um, We're going to talk about gas prices, inflation, COVID, climate change. We're going to get through all of that today. But first, we are going to jump right in with our first interview. Um, Joining us right now to kick things off is Daniel Turner, who is the executive director of Power the Future. It is a national nonprofit that advocates for American energy jobs. I can think of no one better to talk to right now during the energy crisis that we are going through. He is all over the media, um, and he is on fire when it comes to Twitter. I definitely recommend a follow. Daniel, I'll give you a, a uh, opportunity to tell everyone your Twitter handle and welcome to the show. Oh, Mandy, so thank you so much for having me on. It's great to be with you. And my Twitter handle is Daniel Turner PTF. Awesome. Well, I, I do recommend a follow. And let's just jump in. Okay, so on inauguration day, crude was trading about around fifty three dollars a barrel. Fast forward to day one of the Russia invasion, and it was trading around $93, $94 a barrel, depending on what you look at. It seems like price increases started well before Putin's war, yet Jen Psaki, um, our esteemed press secretary of the Biden administration, keeps trying to make, quote, Putin's price hike happen. Um, first of all, is there any credibility to blaming gas prices um, and the latest increase on Putin? And what about prior to the many day assault in Ukraine that we're all seeing play out? Yeah, exactly. I I mean, Putin is a wonderful foil for this administration because you can blame absolutely everything on him now because he's universally hated, uh, as as well he should be. Um, So it's just easy to now deflect all responsibility and just put everything on him. But blaming high gas prices on him and on the invasion in Ukraine, I mean, that's like blaming someone who's been gaining weight steadily for a year. And then you say, well, you serve cheesecake tonight at dessert, so it's the cheesecake's fault. It's like, well, that, that may have been the last little tipping point, yeah. but really this has been an ongoing uh, and, and lengthy problem. And like you said, gas prices were 50% higher 
by Christmas time. So in just one year, not even a full year, in 11 months of the Biden administration, they were already 50% higher way before there was any invasion. And so, yeah, this is an administration that's never going to own up to responsibility and is always going to pin the blame on someone else. It used to be on truckers. It was on corporate greed. And now the blame is pinned on Putin. Yeah, it's his it's his latest villain um, that he can shift the blame to for policies that he's been implementing since day one. Could you just talk a little bit about the actions this administration has taken? Certainly, there's been some high profile ones, but from my perspective, and I've certainly heard you speak directly to this, um, his policies go deeper than some of the actions that have taken the headlines. Can you just walk us through some of that? Yeah, the biggest obstacle always facing the energy industry is access to land. And there are multiple steps you need to go through to produce uh, energy. And heck, there are multiple steps you need to go through if you want to build a deck in your backyard. Just any of your listeners who have done anything to their house know how bureaucratic the system is and how many permits and inspectors. So imagine trying to drill for oil or gas or imagine doing anything in fossil fuel extraction. On the very first day, this administration passed an executive order that uh, prohibited all new oil and gas permits. Now, eventually, it was it was uh, thrown out in the courts. A federal judge overturned that. Um, but if, for those who don't know, the Secretary of the Interior, Deb Holland, just flat out said, "Well, we're going to ignore that." And and there has been, as far as I know, there hasn't been any hearing on Cong- on Capitol Hill. There hasn't been any outcry. Um, from attorneys general nationwide, people just have accepted it, that the Secretary of the Interior said, well, you know, I don't feel like giving permits, and she hasn't. As recently as February 24th, which was the day that Putin actually invaded, on February 24th, they withheld the oil and gas permits. They've had permits stopped in the Gulf of Mexico as recently as January 28th. So, I mean, when you add all these things together and you constantly are sending this industry a signal we're going to make your life difficult. We're going to make your life difficult. Ultimately, the industry responds, and, and that's what it's done. Uh, investment has dried up. Um, firings of, of labor shortages has grown because the industry says we're not going to get anything done, so let's figure out next steps. But in the process, we are producing less oil and gas than we have been, and we see that reflected in the price. You raised so many important issues, and the fact that this administration can get away with ignoring uh, direct, direct decisions from the courts, it's I find it especially infuriating because I used to be lectured by agency lawyers about if there was a ruling that was aligned with their view of the world, how we couldn't potentially step into that and cause all sorts of uh, of legal consequences. In this administration, they will just ignore the decisions that don't align with what they want to do anyway. So it reinforces how important it was to make sure that you get conservative, small c conservative um, judges throughout the country. Now, Daniel, you regularly talk to energy workers around this country. They're no doubt dealing with the, the barrage of regulatory red tape, limited access to demand and assault from day one. But then the blame game from this administration, sure, it's been shifted to Putin, but as you pointed out just a few weeks ago, um, they had received the ire of this administration's blame game. How are they feeling and and what are they what are they thinking about next steps and what they're going to do with regard to the ongoing situation? 
Yeah, and, and Keystone, uh, were the, well, they were the very first victims of, of this, right? And I've yeah. spoken to uh, a number of, of, of men and women who worked on the pipeline, and 11,000 jobs, more or less, were lost that, that first day. Um, and it wasn't just losing the job, because after two years of COVID, many of your listeners can say, well, I lost my job because of government action, too. Um, it wasn't just the fact that they lost the Keystone project. It's that they work in an industry that is six months to a year out. And many of these men and women would say, look, I'm working on Keystone, but I know it's going to be done in eight months, and I'm already lining up my next job. And and this is an industry, if you work as a, as a pipeline welder, um, a lot of them have uh, either big vans or those who can afford it, small RVs, and you're gone for months on end. And if your pipeline project is in upstate New York, or if it's in Louisiana, you load up your stuff, you say goodbye to the family, and you live uh, in one of those trailer camps for months and months on end. That's just the, the way this industry works. Um, their biggest problem was they said not only did we lose our current job, but all future pipeline jobs were pulled because, again, the industry said, well, I'm not going to spend any money building a pipeline if the Biden administration is going to cancel it at the stroke of a pen, which they did. And, and you were just talking about the rule of law, and this is what's so infuriating, and I wish – we had some, some rule of law journalists and members of the media and scholars who would point this out. But the Keystone people didn't enter an, into an agreement with Donald Trump, and they didn't enter an, into an agreement with, 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 even before that, Barack Obama. They entered into an agreement with the full faith and credit of the United States government, mm-hmm. and they spent a billion dollars and, and a decade of time, and they did all of the necessary paperwork. And again, on the smallest scale, it would be you doing all of your necessary paperwork to build an extension on your house or to build a deck, but then a new mayor gets elected and decides, you know what, I don't think you should deserve that deck. Does the mayor have that right? Uh, You would think philosophically and principally, no, they don't, but legally, I I guess they do, and that's what happened. The, the The next president said, I no longer want that to continue, and that's a really scary precedent for industry to survive. I totally agree. The The pendulum swing is very unsettling and generates all manner of uncertainty, which uh, part of that, I think, um, is the fact that Congress has ceded so much of its authority to these administrative agencies when they're operating under Democrat leaders have shown a continued willingness to just ignore limits of the law and do what they're going to do anyway. You know, really quick, Daniel, we're quickly running out of time, but could you let folks know where they they can find more information about the work you do and follow you across your media engagements? Absolutely. We're at powerthefuture.com and people can reach out to us there, talk about the energy space, talk about energy workers, and uh, and thanks for giving us the chance to, to share this me- message with the great people of Mississippi. All right. Thanks, Daniel. So great to hear from you. Um, keep on keeping on. And to our listeners, stay tuned. We've got much more coming up after a short break.
Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resource support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve, and you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. special invitation to join us weekday morning 609 breaking news quick shots analysis all right here on super talk jackson 97.3 now back to middays with gerard here on super talk mississippi Welcome back to Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasegra, guest host today here on Middays in the Element Wealth Studio. 
Now, uh, speaking of that, are you thinking about or planning for retirement? If you are, do you have a plan? Well, if you need one, I'd suggest going to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Now, uh, I also want to remind folks we've already had uh, quite a few interactions on the C Spire text line. I love to hear from you, um, whether it's it's good, bad, uh, let me have it. You can share your thoughts with us on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. Just a reminder, please do not text and drive. Okay, if you're just joining us, you missed um, a really great interview with uh, a friend of mine who I've met in the energy space in and around various places um, in the country, a gentleman named Dan Turner. And we were talking about the fact that the ongoing gas price increases, which I know everyone who's listening to this, you've noticed it because you're likely driving a car and you've likely had to fill up sometime within the last year. Now, if you've filled up in the last week, it's even worse. And so, yes, uh, the situation with gas prices has gotten worse since Russia has invaded Ukraine. But that price increase started well before Putin's invasion in Russia. And the fact that this president um, and his administration officials are trying to blame gas price increases, which are a direct result of his policy choices on Putin, is um, it's it's so disingenuous. Now, the good news is, um, and I'm not surprised, the majority of the American people see this for what it is, including Ken in West Point, um, who, who really made the point that, look, if this is Putin's gas hike, then it must be included in Biden's inflation. Um, I think the majority of the American people see that, that trying to call this uh, Putin's gas hike and, and blame it on the recent international instability is nothing more than political pandering at its worst. And you may have seen last week, um, President Biden actually went to Texas. Um, now, if you're going to Texas, which is known for production of energy resources um, and really the refining of energy resources, there's massive chemical plants and refiners and and all the component parts that are necessary for us to enjoy access to the energy we currently do, um, he went to Texas and didn't meet with U.S. producers. It's mind-boggling how committed this administration is to just aligning itself to the environmental left, even when there is an easy solution to help mitigate gas price increases. I say it's easy because we had it just over a year ago in the Trump administration, which was putting the 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 full faith and unleashing the abilities of the American energy worker to do what they do best, which is to deliver safe, affordable and reliable energy in the form of um, fuel for our cars and electricity for our lights and things along those lines. They know how to do it. They know how to do it really well. Another friend of mine runs one of the, the D.C.-based trade associations called the American Petroleum Institute. He was making the rounds on some of the, the media entities this weekend, and he made a point that, look, during World War II, um, there was an energy crunch, and the energy producers really ramped up production. And that was in, in relatively recent history where you saw this major shift to focusing on, okay, let's develop the technology needed to extract our resources here and set up a system um, within the country that 
really fortifies ourselves against international instability. They did that. They turned it on a relatively quick period of time back then. Um, the, the head of the American Petroleum Institute was saying, hey, we could do it again and we could actually do it better because technology has evolved and they've been making investments since then, despite the pendulum swing of different administrations. But this administration continues to stand in the way. So it leads you perhaps to ask yourself, why? Well, interestingly enough, I promise I'll quit talking about just my friends, but I have a lot of friends that engage in a variety of issues. One of my other good friends, a woman named Samantha Dravis, I will definitely have her on the show at some point in the future because I do believe you, the listeners, would provide would, would find her very interesting. But she wrote an article in The Federalist um, a couple days ago. Maybe it was a week ago. I tend to lose track of time. Um, but she makes the point that um, environmental groups that have been going out of their way to to cast U.S. energy as something negative and to shut down pipelines and other important infrastructure operations, they are receiving funding from Russia. Now, if that's not infuriating, I don't know what is. Um, you've seen, as she points out in her article, from day one, Joe Biden has capitulated to America's most powerful well-funded dark money environmental groups like the Natural Resources Defense Council, Sierra Club, and Climate Action Network, whose agenda is to shut down fossil fuels and restructure our entire economy around a socialist-style Green New Deal. Now, they tried to push the Green New Deal in Congress. Obviously, the good backstop in Congress is members' vote is instantly public, and so they are accountable to the voters, and so they've been stopped in Congress up until this point. I'll remind everyone when um, AOC first introduced her Green New Deal, this was 2019, I believe, it was brought up for a vote by Mitch McConnell in the Senate, and not a single person in the Senate supported it. A few members abstained, um, but not a single member in the Senate supported her Green New Deal. Nonetheless, because they know the American people will not support those, those type of policies, they are now shifting those efforts to the administrative state. And um, in, in climbing to these positions of influence within the administration, they have been supported by well-funded groups uh, that for years Russia has funded, and they've focused on anti-fracking propaganda that many environmental groups have picked up. Going back to Samantha's um, opinion piece, in 2017 she points out that congressional investigators found that a money trail linked Russia to millions of dollars of funding U.S. nonprofits to work against U.S. shale gas in order to influence the U.S. energy market. Specifically, investigators found that NRDC, Sierra Club, and Climate Action Network were all found to have received, received millions of dollars of funding and grants from a San Francisco-based company called Sea Change that had money trail linked back to Russia. Okay, so you have, uh, we're, we're importing energy from Russia, so sending money to Russia that they then send back to the United States in the form of funding environmental groups to advocate and shudder the development and growth of U.S. energy, which just emboldens their energy position globally and is one of the reasons why Europe is in such dire straits. Um, 40, I saw one stat, and it depends on how you're measuring it, of course, but generally speaking, 40% of uh, the European Union countries rely on energy from Russia, 40% of their energy comes from Russia. Um, and so that's that's a really bad situation 
And look, it's not surprising um, that <clears throat> it's not surprising that uh, Putin at some point was going to use that position of power and influence to push his picture of a unified USSR. He believes he's the second coming of the czar. You've heard him, you know, compare himself to Peter the Great. Rhino, I'm not sure if you've heard, I haven't heard comparisons to Peter the Great, but recently I've seen it uh, percolate a lot of media headlines. Oh yeah, it seems like he wants to be, he wants to go down in history as Vlad the Great. (laughs) Well, I think he's going to be Vlad the Terrible, uh, more likely, because people people really are seeing that the terrible things that he's doing in Ukraine. Um, if if folks didn't catch over the weekend, um, n- not only has he bombed with his missiles a maternity ward, um, which really has just it, it's created a devastating situation all over the country. Um, they are inching closer and closer closer to the Polish border in terms of their attacks. And um, there's, you know, there, there is been a line drawn, um, not just by this administration, so to speak, but by NATO countries that if they do, in fact, attack Poland, then that is going to initiate a, a NATO-wide, European-wide, with the U.S. involved, direct response. So they really are pushing this to the absolute edge. I've got a lot more that I want to talk about in terms of uh, the Ukraine situation and, and how it's really playing out. Um, and another issue I want to talk about, too, is, look, Trump was right. It, it, this is a hashtag that has been trending on Twitter. And you know if a hashtag like that is trending on Twitter, um, then there's, there's something serious going on, um, so much to the point where a well-known liberal comedian um, went on a rant And we don't have time to play that right now, but at the top of the next segment, we will get things started with the rant from Trevor Noah, a well-known liberal comedian, basically basically, um, agreeing that Trump was right on a lot of these international engagements and our current president may need his support. Um, We'll have more after the break. Stay tuned and uh, we'll get into it after the break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 68. Tonight, a 90% chance of rain, low around 54. 90% chance of rain for your Tuesday, high near 60 degrees. And for your Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 70 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. 
This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. You're about to ask the woman of your dreams to marry you, and then it hits you. What if the diamond engagement ring I choose? What if she doesn't love it? If it's from Juniker Jewelry Company, she's guaranteed to love it. Because at Junikers, you'll find over 50 feet of cases filled with Mississippi's finest diamonds, engagement rings, and wedding bands. Ten times the selection of average jewelry stores. All the latest styles from classic solitaires to halos, contemporary to antique reproductions, like our famous Mississippi Heritage Collection. And Mississippi's most beautiful diamonds, direct from our cutters. Every size, shape, and price range. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Bring us your ideas, tell us all about her, and together we'll create her perfect ring. A ring you'll both love. At Juniker Jewelry, we don't just make diamond engagement rings. We make heroes. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Ridgeland is one of five cities that voted to opt out of the state's medical marijuana program. Residents that disagree with that decision have started collecting signatures for a vote to opt back in. That drive was initiated by the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association and Martinson's Garden Works Saturday. They'll need 1,500 signatures. They're planning another signature drive in Brandon this Saturday at Polk's Drugs. So far, Ridgeland, Brandon, Gluckstadt, Flora, and Pass Christiane have all opted out of the program. There are some questions arising from the Mississippi Medical Cannabis Act. The bill requires businesses to acquire, grow, cultivate, and harvest in an indoor, enclosed, locked, and secure area. Some businesses are starting to wonder what qualifies and if greenhouses would need approval. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country. 
only a few steps ahead. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays or keep the middays program going here on Monday. You are listening to me, guest host Mandy Gunasekara, here on Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. Um, now, look, if you own or run a small business, can customers find your business online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. All right, folks, I've enjoyed a lot of the commentary coming in on the C Spire text line. Just to remind you, you can share your thoughts with us on 601-879-4395. Again, please don't text and drive, but do share your thoughts with us. All right. Now, um, as I just mentioned, the hashtag Trump was right has been trending for a couple of days on Twitter. And again, if it's twindy, if it's trending on Twitter, um, there's something big going on there. Um, now, with with the invasion of Ukraine, uh, Biden's polls have slightly improved. They're still really bad, um, but they have slightly improved. Um, and you have the media continuing to try and dig Biden out of the variety of holes that he has dug himself in, whether it's on the domestic front and in certain instances on the international front. Um, a lot of this has led to viral videos of Trump warning about what would happen with gas prices, warning about what would happen with um, the, the, the quote-unquote respect internationally that allies and enemies would or would not have for us. Now, I was um, I was at my parents' house this weekend and happened to walk by a TV where they had Meet the Press on, um, and it was it was interesting. I was on my way headed to church, but I had to stop for a second and listen um, because it's just it's so amazing. But you know, Biden's doing bad when Meet the Press of of all shows. It used to be a really good show, not so much anymore. Um, but they were talking about how Trump refuses to criticize Putin. So if you think about the myriad of issues going on today, and you have the powers that be at Meet the Press, which are your upper echelon reporters and journalists, um, generally speaking, they're focusing and having a whole panel about how Trump refuses to criticize Putin. And and the, the conversation went, 
um, basically to the point, well, what? Thank goodness. Um, they, the hosts were saying, thank goodness Trump wasn't president today. And if he were, um, we would just be in dire straits. But they missed the point. If Trump was president, we wouldn't be in this situation. Um, and I think the majority of folks understand that. Um, the problem is this administration from day one has only conveyed a position of weakness that people like Putin have just been waiting for the opportunity. And there's other countries out there watching closely, closely what happens in this situation. But, you know, I, I'm not surprised um, that we've gotten into this situation because the staff that worked for Obama, remember when um, Russia invaded Georgia and Russia invaded parts of Crimea and took that, you had the same top staff um, that was in the Obama administration now working within the Biden administration. And it's the staff that really goes down this path of appeasement with dictators and authoritarians because they have this really detached version of a global community. Um, Now, back up to Trump. There was respect for Trump. Um, People would poke fun of, of things that he said internationally, but there was respect because they knew that they couldn't predict what he was going to do. And there's actually a benefit in that. Trump used to say this all the time. Why Why are we telling the world our strategy and our plans, especially when it comes to national defense? Well, some uh, people in the liberal media sphere are starting to agree. Uh, this is part why hashtag Trump was right was trending, and it led liberal comedian Trevor Noah to go on a rant saying this. Saudi Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry tweet, or maybe he'd just like ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as president wildcard. You know, just keep everyone on their toes. Because if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'll be racing to pick up the phone. Oh, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, we're here, we're here, hello? Too late, Ahmed, you made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE and the UFC, just in case. So he takes it, he takes it a step that, that you would expect comedians to, but um, yeah. I mean, I agree. Biden would want nothing more than someone like President Trump to come in who actually means what he says in terms of defending America and shoring up our security abroad. And it's not that President Trump was a wild card. It's that he understood putting America in a position of strength was the best way to go about foreign diplomacy, not this schmoozy, fake, frenemy path of appeasement that we're seeing um, round two in the Biden administration. So shifting gears really quick um, to to Ukraine, again, that's a situation that just continues to deteriorate. Um, I've been engaging with a fair amount of folks that I know that truly are foreign policy experts. I'm not a foreign policy expert. I'm, I'm a piece of I've been working on a piece of domestic policy most of my life that has implications internationally um, in the way that that energy markets have have materialized. But I've been talking to foreign policy experts in, in a wide range of applications. And the general consensus is, first of all, the fact that Ukraine has stopped Russia up until this point um, is it. It wasn't expected. 
it really was not expected. We shouldn't be in this position. And I think but for people like um, the president, Zelensky, and other officials in Ukraine and the response of the people, their commitment to their country, Ukraine, not not some version that's a derivative of uh, Russia of the past, it really surprised Putin. Um, and I think in part because of, of how he quickly took Georgia and parts of Crimea um, with with not much of an organized or passionate resistance like we've seen. Um, but you've really seen people rise up and push back. And over the weekend, um, you may have heard there's a 40-mile column of Russian tanks and armored vehicles that really have been on their way to Kiev. Now, I've heard it pr- pronounced Kiev or Kiev. Please don't ding me on that. Um, I've always said Kiev, so I'm just going to stick with that. But nonetheless, they are trying to circle Kiev, and there's some reports... Um, One, they're stopped, which is equally surprising. Um, But also there's some reports that Russian tanks are surrendering without any fight at all, Um, which lends itself to some reports that morale in the Russian military side is really low. And it's because Putin... And his leaders seemingly are not being very honest. You may have heard at the very beginning, some of the fighters actually thought that they were on an exercise mission. Rhino, can can you imagine thinking that you were going to just practice warfare when, in fact, your actions are initiating warfare? Oh, it's even worse than that. Apparently, one of the earlier defections or captures of Russian soldiers by the Ukrainian military when they captured the commanding officer, he stated that they were told they were going on a fact-finding mission. They were going to recon and gain information. They weren't supposed to fight at all. That's that's mind-boggling, um, and it it's it's so. It's so disheartening, really, but you have the resilience and the passion of the Ukrainian people and then seemingly some within the Russian military that are uh, they're just not going to have any part of it. Now, they've not yet established air dominance, which is really important. Again, another surprising factor, however many days we are into this, um, it seems like for forever, but it's really only been um, it's only been a matter of days. Um Now, in talking to national security experts, the general consensus is that the best thing we can do um, is support from behind with bullets and lethal aid and, might I suggest, planes. now, there was a bit of a kerfuffle over the last few days and, and some developments over the weekend. Basically, Poland has MiG-29. This is a version of combat jets that they want to send over to Ukraine. But in transporting them over there, they need access. Um, as I understand it, they need some degree of access to a, a historical U.S. entity, um, an, an air base in that general area. There was initial agreement that when Poland would send their jets over to Ukraine, the U.S. would have their back and backfill um, that loss in, in, in military tools and assets. But after officials said they were on board, the Pentagon quickly shut it down. Um, that's created all sorts of problems. I'm going to get in a little bit more to this administration's response coming from none other than Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, hint, it didn't turn out great, but sit tight and I'll have more after this quick break.
I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the year cotton exchange, May cotton was down 274 to 118.29. July cotton was down 206 to 114.73. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up six and three quarters to 16.82 and three quarters per bushel. July soybeans were up six cents to 16.57 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down ten and a half to seven fifty two per bushel. July corn was down eight and a quarter to seven twenty and a half per bushel. At the mercantile June live cattle was up two thirty to one thirty five twenty seven. August live cattle was up one forty five to one thirty six fifty two. May feeders up two forty to one sixty six twelve. August feeders up two oh five to one seventy nine twelve. And at the open the Dow Jones up three hundred twenty three points, thirty three thousand two sixty seven. I'm Dixon Williams, this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Blues to get us in the mood as we continue our Middays program today. Um, you are listening to me, Mandy Gunasegra, guest host here on Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. Um, now look, there is a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm backslash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. And we certainly have a lot of good things to talk about what's going on in the state. Unfortunately, abroad, uh, this situation is not so positive. If you're just joining us, I've been talking about what's going on in Ukraine, giving a bit of an update in that situation, and really the general consensus that foreign policy experts, um, at least the ones that I've talked to, which is quite a few, uh, they range in spectrum from uh, conservative to probably center-left is, is a reasonable description, but nonetheless that the best way for the U.S. to support the country is by providing aid. Now, not only do you have some of the a consensus among experts um, on what to do. The majority of Americans support this as well. A recent poll, um, one that was conducted over the weekend, found that 67.3% of Americans support providing weapons and arms aid to Ukraine. Now, there was a slightly higher number in terms of first applying financial, um, you know, using financial tools such as sanctions. But nonetheless, the way that that situation has devolved and what we are getting relative reads out, readouts, the majority of the American people are aligned with that position. Um, and this administration seemingly has started going down that path and then in in normal fashion unfortunately what we've gotten used to in the Biden administration they quickly reverse um, and this is what's happened in the context of Poland shipping MiG-29s combat fighter jets that Ukrainian pilots know how to fly which is extremely important um, sending them over this administration has managed to muddle that up and um, Despite the fact they have general consensus among experts, they have support of the American people. Uh, they just can't get their story straight. And so what do they do to try and clean it up? Uh, they send in the esteemed border crisis czar, Kamala Harris, our vice president, to try and reassure our NATO, NATO allies uh, that, that we still will stand strong, strong. And unfortunately, as is the case when she tends to show up and engage in any public public engagement or press conferences back and forth, she has a really unfortunate habit of laughing at the wrong moment. So that led to uh, this. And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
A friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> I mean, first of all, a friend in need is a friend indeed. Um, you would think that the vice president would have more to say in this situation. Now, in all fairness, that is a clip, right? There, there was a lot more. There were a couple questions that were a part of that. But the bigger point, why are we sending our vice president that just she's more likely to embarrass the country on an international stage than to actually reassure our allies that we're going to come through and continue to be a part of up until this point has been a, a seemingly aligned and fortified NATO front. Um, it was it was so bad that right after that press conference, the Ukrainian, a Ukrainian political advisor actually tweeted and said, quote, it would be a tragedy if this woman won the presidency. Um, now, cackling aside, um, we've got to be serious about this in this administration. They need to get their act together. I would suggest they not send the vice president out to engage in these type of interactions until they figure out how to to stop what is very clearly a nervous tick. When she gets nervous, she does her laugh. I've had I've worked with folks in the past that had those sorts of ner nervous ticks. I had a communications director once that when she would get nervous, she would have a coughing spell. So it led many instances where she would run out of the room because she had a coughing spell. But you can work through those. And if you're the vice president of the United States, why not invest in a speech coach to to really stop unfortunate laughing cackling people describe it in a lot of ways and especially in this instance it's an awful situation in ukraine um they're they're considering there's talks that putin may use chemical weapons i mean we've seen russia engaged in those type of activities when you had the assad regime engage in chemical warfare against his own people in syria now the u.s congress did send 14 billion dollars of aid to ukraine but the bottom line is we need this administration to get it together and show some degree of seriousness and strength and I believe that's best without Vice President Kamala Harris going to the relative front lines of engagement. All right. When we get back, we are going to shift gears. We're going to talk about what's going on um, with with grocery prices and meat prices. We are going to hear from Andy Berry, the executive director of the Mississippi Beef Council. Stay tuned and more when you get back. for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. A pregnant woman carried from a hospital hit by a Russian airstrike in Ukraine last week is reported to have died along with her baby. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky gives a virtual address to Congress Wednesday to ask for more help. We need to uh, keep going to fight in order to uh, get the peace that we deserve. President Zelensky there in a video message this morning. A lot of college students are in Florida for spring break this week at hotels and motels short on staff. The Florida Restaurant and Lodging Association says hotels are trying to recruit staff through sign-on bonuses and pay raises. Some hotels have decided to raise prices or cut services like daily room cleaning in order to catch up to demand. Fox's Johnny Gelosi. The actor and comedian Pete Davidson is announced as a passenger on the next Blue Origin Space Tourism flight next Wednesday. America's listening to Fox News. 
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. U.S. inflation hit a new high in February, affecting essentials like groceries and gas. Florida Congressman Brian Mass told Fox and Friends that the Biden administration could be doing more to bring down prices. There are things that they could be working on bipartisanly, even though they screwed up American energy policy and made us dependent on bad actors. They're not even doing those things. Mississippi Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith agree that Biden needs to open up domestic energy production. President Biden says the bipartisan infrastructure bill would help fix bottlenecks in the supply chain and ease inflation. Some Democrats say that price increases are also exacerbated by corporations' price gouging above the inflation rate. The average price of gas in Mississippi is hovering around $4. For a list of the lowest gas prices in this state, find us online at supertalk.fm. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. For the first time in 15 years, the Ole Miss women's basketball team is headed to the NCAA tournament. Their head coach says this has been a goal ever since she entered the program. I started off the season saying it's an NCAA tournament on a bus. Like, I know teams that go every year that would never be bold enough to say that. The Rebels received a number seven seed in the Wichita Regional and will face off against number 10 seed South Dakota Friday. Jackson State University will play number three LSU in Baton Rouge on Saturday. An upcoming Amazon movie starring Tommy Lee Jones and Jamie Foxx will center around a story involving former Biloxi Mayor Jerry O'Keefe. The Burial delves into how O'Keefe battled the largest funeral company in North America in the 90s, the Lowen Funeral Conglomerate. Most of the movie is being filmed in New Orleans, but a few scenes will be shot in Mississippi. It'll be released sometime in 2023. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, and now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, welcome back to Middays with guest host me, Mandy Gunasegara, filling here at the Trustmark on, on Super Talk Mississippi on the Element Wealth Studios. I'm very excited to have uh, in studio um, Andy Berry, who is the executive director of the Mississippi Beef Council. Um, welcome. Good morning. Good, good to be here. Thank yeah. you. It's good to have you. And uh, we there's just a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on outside of um, just grocery prices. It seems like the price of everything has gone up. Um, but the price of meat has significantly increased under the Biden administration. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of parallels. We started this program talking to um, a friend of mine who represents energy workers. Um, and, you know, similar to the meat industry, I felt like this administration, because a variety of special interest groups have have really been pushing policies that have a range of negative consequences to energy producers' ability to produce and for cattlemen and the entire industry, including the processors, ability to produce um, meat in the way that we've been accustomed to over, the, well, I would say throughout recent history. Um, now, could you walk us through some of the reasons that the price is going up and and especially talk through the point, okay, if the cost of steak is going up at the grocery store, does this mean that the profits, so to speak, of our cattlemen is also going up as well? Well, that's an easy one to start off with. The answer <laughs> is no. It, it is not. Uh, it, it's actually uh, inversely related. Uh, typically, as the price of beef goes up, we've seen over the last few years that that the price that our cattle producers, and, I, and I'm a cattle producer as well back mm -hmm. home on, on my spare time, the price that we're getting is not related to the beef 
uh, market. And so that's a big policy issue within our industry that we've we've been trying to work through is to, to figure out how we can get that value back uh, that we're seeing of box beef prices. And, and right now, uh, we're seeing a 15.5% increase in beef prices since this time last year. Wow. You know, and there's there's some inflation. Obviously, we've got yeah. inflation of around, what, 7%, I believe, but mm-hmm. there's that's just half of that. So, uh, you know, when you have four major companies, there's a, there's a consolidated uh, meatpacking sector industry in our, in our country here. There's four big companies that control about 85% of the beef. Now, that's in how they supply it, and that's in how they sell it to, to the consumers. So they control both ends. They control what they're paying for the live cattle. They also are controlling the speed of production at which they pump the beef out of those plants to what supplies back to our consumers across the country. Uh, so we've got a problem there uh, when we, we've allowed in our country to, to get a monopoly in the beef sec- uh, packing sector. Uh, you know, and, and I'll give I'll give President Biden and his administration a, a small sliver of credit. Uh, they've they've recognized this, but they've done so I think mainly to it's been an easy target for them to point to say, hey, uh, here's the issue over here. It's not it's not anything that we've done from our policies, but it's from these four main companies. Now, we can point to several things right off the bat. Uh, that that we can go back to this administration that's caused problems for our industry. You know, back during the campaign. Vice President Kamala Harris uh, all but talked about a war on red meat, yeah. uh, wanting to, to do away with red meat in our diets, to do away with our industry. Uh, they point to us as not being sustainable, not being climate friendly, uh, which is completely opposite of, of the actual fact in this in this country. There is no better stewards of our land, water, and resources in America than cattle producers. Yeah. They're dependent upon that. They, their cattle do not grow. They do not make money without taking care of their land. And for a vast section of this country, when you get out into the western states, that's the only commercial viable use is to graze cattle. And so we're seeing right now this uh, 30 by 30 initiative by the Biden administration where they want to conserve 30 percent of the United States land and water by the year 2030, which is getting closer every day. So what that's going to do is restrict grazing, uh, restrict the use of water for crops or for livestock. For the vast majority of this country, now a lot of this is going to be out west, and it doesn't directly affect our producers here in Mississippi, but it affects our industry. Yeah, certainly. And and so it's just an unfair war on our industry across this country, based on some some green goals that, that our our administration has right now. And, and you know, and like I said, we are the original climate conservators. We're sustainable in what we do. We take care of our land and our resources. If not, we won't be in business next year. Well, your entire livelihood is tied to your ability to um, respectfully and appropriately use natural resources. Um, That's something, you know, back in the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, um, we really look to farmers as key partners in pushing a lot of environmental policies because um, they're the original environmentalist, really. Absolutely. Before that was a trendy word. Absolutely. Because, you know, cattle are the only uh, you know, commercially viable uh, protein source that can take grass. That's we spend a lot of money in this country cutting grass. That's true. Know? That's true. I they're, can they're, personally they're, attest to that. They're, they're the only they're the only uh, protein source that can take grass and turn it to a highly viable and palatable protein source 
for you and I to consume to feed our bodies. Yeah. You know, they, they do that. That's that's their 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 four stomach uh set up their rumens uh are are made, designed by God to do that, to be a to be a, a harvester of grass, turn it into high value protein for us to consume. There's nothing more environmental than taking a, a waste stream and turning it into Absolutely. something that is good and valuable uh for the broader public. They're they're upcycling the grass. Yeah. I mean it's it, we we always picked about Les Mile when he was at uh Les Miles at L S U. He would you know, he would yeah. eat grass and and everybody liked to pick on him about that. But cattle take that grass. They actually turn it into something good uh, rather than less miles uh, jokes on the sideline there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that's not the most sustainable use, but certainly the cows doing what God do designed them to than do. Less miles did, for sure. <laughs> I can agree with you there. Um, now, back on this, this uh, the meatpacking side of it, the, that aspect of the industry, um, you know, and and I, I admit you are you're a you're a producer, so maybe you're not in the best position. But how is it that we got to where there's there's only four? I mean, that to me is mind boggling. It seems like there used to be a lot of small mom and pop, if I may say so, um, meat processors, and and now there's only four in the entire U.S. Well, and you couple that too, uh, Mandy, with one of those is is a Brazilian owned company. Interesting. Uh, the other is a majority China owned company. Uh, so you're, then you're down to two who have a major stake of U.S. ownership. Uh, it's just been through consolidation, yeah. uh, through efficiencies in, in our industry that that as plants got outdated, uh, some of that was government regulations and yeah. not being able to upgrade or to build new plants. And so these bigger companies just cannibalized the rest of the industry to where they've got the 80 to 85% of the capacity uh, control within those four companies. They ser- I mean, the parallels between what's happening in the energy industry and, and a lot of the agricultural producers, um, it's, it's really uncanny, the fact that you have government regulations coming down, making the cost of engaging in that marketplace so expensive that the mid-sized to small-sized entities can't continue to exist, and, you know, they get gobbled up by the big guys. And it seems alarming that two of the main four um, are, are international companies, and especially in the world we're in now where, you know, we've got to make sure all of our entities that are vital to the well-being of Americans, be it energy security or food security, are rooted here in the United States. Absolutely. I mean, it's just a no-brainer to me. But I, you I know, agree. I, you know, this this has happened over the course of 20 or 30 years that we've allowed this to happen. Uh, Ten years ago, it would have been the Big Five. Now it's the Big Four. Uh, and, and just, you know, they can control the market to where if you've got a startup that comes in a regional packer, smaller packer, they can price them out of business. Uh, and you follow that with we have ups and downs in the inventory cycle of cattle in this country. Uh, so right now we're kind of overstocked of cattle. And so there's there's no incentive for those packers to pay more because they've got plenty to kill. Uh, they've got plenty to process. In a few years, we're going to see some numbers change to where that number will get back in the cattleman's side. But right now, uh, we're kind of taking it on the chin. You really are. Look, we're quickly running out of time, which is always surprising to me. Um, but is there anything going on legislatively to try and either encourage um, competition or to shore up the position of the cattlemen and women um, to get through this, this, you know, the 
the problems that they're facing right now. There's 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 a couple of bills. Uh, Senator Hyde Smith is his original co-sponsor on a bill by Senator Fishley and Grassley uh, that would deal with how those those packing companies source their cattle, mm-hmm. uh, make them bid more competitively on a larger scale than what they currently do. Uh, so you know we're excited about that. We certainly support her and, and that and that bill that that Grassley and Fisher have out there. There's some other things moving. There's a cattle cattle contract library that that just gives an index of what. You know what the prices are, how many they were, what type they are. Uh, that's going to be in this omnibus package that's just rolled out here, uh, announced today. So there's good work going on. Um, there is light at the end of this tunnel. We hope. Yeah. We hope. Well, uh, I hope as well. You know, for the sake of what y'all do, and then also the sake for the American consumers um, who we love our meat, despite what the greenies are trying well, to we, push out we, there. We appreciate everybody's support, and we we think we produce a great product. Uh, our farmers do a great job producing a healthy, sustainable uh, product right here in Mississippi. Yeah, there's nothing better than that. Well, Andy Berry, thank you so much for being here. Executive Director of uh, the Mississippi Beef Council. All right, for our listeners, stay tuned. We have much more after the break. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. 
Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome back. You are listening to Middays with me, guest host Mandy Gunasekara, here on Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. Now, before jumping into our next guest, I just want to let our listeners know that you can now get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. The Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Good Things, Sports Talk Mississippi, along with favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, The Eagle Hour, and many more Super Talk Mississippi podcasts. They are all available. Just search for Super Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, I am very excited for our next guest. He is no stranger to the our listeners and the many folks of Mississippi. Um, I have Glenn McCullough, who has a very decorated career, including most recently where he served as the director of the Mississippi Development Authority. Um, he served at TVA prior to that and has done all manner of things. And I have brought him on today for a special segment. Um, Glenn, welcome to the show. Hey, me, Mississippi Mandy. Good to be with you. Thank you for that. And um, look, I've I brought Glenn to talk about Mississippi's economic path. I would say in the last 10 years or so, it seems like there has been a really dynamic shift in a lot of applications. And um, Glenn can attest to this, serving as director, that um, ev- even when you're the face of the organization, um, your work is really done when you have a team of very committed and specialized Mississippians um, working overtime, really, to make Mississippi better. And at MDA, they've focused a lot on jobs. Um, if you have a job in Mississippi that you can support your family and your way of life, then then life is good. And I really, um, taking a little bit of personal liberty here, I want to highlight one of those people um, who's been the man behind so many of Mississippi's recent economic successes. Uh, that man is my father. And many of you know him. His name is Mike McGreevy. He currently serves as the deputy director and Chief Financial Officer at MDA. He served under Glenn, under his leadership, and I'm highlighting this because this week is his last full week of work in that role. He is retiring after 
decades of public service. So, Glenn, I'd just like to talk a little bit about uh, the man behind the man, so to speak. Mississippi saw a lot of major growth um, under your leadership and alongside my dad's work. Could you talk a little bit about that and some of your key projects? Yeah, sure, Mandy. Uh, Your father, uh, Colonel Mike McGreevy, is really a special Mississippian, uh, and there's so many stories that could be told, but really, I think uh, Colonel McGreevy, Mike McGreevy, uh, he he was a chief executive officer. A lot of people don't know that your dad also is a business entrepreneur, a education technology company that he led as a chief executive officer, very successful story there in a Mississippi-based uh, company uh, that that rose to uh, tremendous uh, performance under your dad's leadership. But as you mentioned, uh, he has he served with distinction at the Mississippi Development Authority uh, as deputy director, as chief financial officer, and been behind so many uh, great things that have happened in the state of Mississippi, one of those being uh, workforce development. In Mississippi, we believe we win with people, and Mike McGreevy is one of the people who has helped a lot of other Mississippians have careers. And uh, so he's got a tenure of success at the Mississippi Development Authority. He can be very proud of, and you can be proud of that as, as his daughter. Uh, he also served in the United States Air Force uh, as a colonel uh, and, and retired with, with uh, honors. Uh, from the U.S. Air Force, defended our country, uh, was based uh, here in America as well as in, in South Korea, Greenland, around the world. Uh, he has protected and defended freedom. Uh, he's done so many things, uh, all good for the state of Mississippi and, and for all of us as Mississippians. We're in debt to Mike McGreevy. Well, Glenn, thank you for that. And and just to add a little bit more color to that, you know, my, my dad was born in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, um, and, and really the only time he left the state was when he was had signed up to serve in the Air Force. And, um, you know, he was going around the globe um, fulfilling that relative mission. But he always wanted to come back, and my parents settled in Decatur, Mississippi, which is my mother's hometown. But he always wanted to settle back. And I think going through the process of um, coming from that job back to Mississippi, it's it's not an easy transition. And so one of the things that I, I think he focused on and used at MDA was making sure that there are avenues if we lose our talent. Step one is to try and keep talent here, to, to avoid the proverbial brain drain that has plagued Mississippi for some time. But if, if talent leaves, finding ways to recruit it back and to have jobs that can keep folks here to enjoy the Mississippi way of life, could you talk a little bit about those programs um, over at MDA and, yeah. and, and what's available? Yeah, uh, Mandy, it's, it's an easy discussion. And, and under Mike's leadership uh, at the Mississippi Development Authority, now with Laura Hip uh, doing ter- terrific work, uh, MDA partners with, with local economic development professionals, with community colleges, universities, utilities. And so it's really a team uh, effort. And uh, uh, Dr. Mike McGreevy has emphasized the fact that uh, MDA has relationships all across the state. Uh, he was a local economic developer uh, in Kemper County and did a great job in Kemper County. He also has served the people of Meridian uh, as chief operating officer of the city of Meridian, and now at the Mississippi Development Authority, he has served on the national, uh, the the state, county, and local, in in, in everything uh, 
everything that he has touched was made better. One of the things, he, he's got a Ph.D. in workforce development, so he is actually Dr. Mike McGreevy, and so he has emphasized the fact that Mississippi needs to invest in our people. We win with people, and that certainly has happened all across the state of Mississippi. Uh, community colleges have taken the lead in workforce development, but obviously K-12 education, our universities at the research, our eight public universities, all working as a team with K-12 education, and it's, it's really enabled Mississippi to have a workforce advantage. That's where you start, and that's how companies that expand here in Mississippi, because they've got the people that enable them to do so, that's how we recruit great companies from around the world to come to Mississippi is because we've got people who are going to help that company succeed. Uh, Mike McGreevy has been on the leading edge of helping Mississippi have a workforce advantage. It's one of the things that I learned from him. And uh, and although, as you mentioned, he's retiring, uh, I suspect that, that, that he's he, the next chapter in uh, Mike McGreevy's life is going to be exciting. Yeah, um, certainly it's uh, it'll be his version of retirement. Um, and so if, if my mom were here, we would we would both smile and kind of roll our eyes together. But nonetheless, um, you know, I think over over his tenure tenure and your tenure as well. Um, you know, we saw companies like Continental Tire, Amazon, Relativity, Relativity Space um, come in to Mississippi. And, you know, collectively, that was around $10 billion of private investment and about 30,000 jobs, a really great legacy to leave. Now, it goes beyond just MDA. He was tasked with making the Mississippi Lottery Board happen. Could you talk a little bit about that and what it's done for the state? Sure. Uh uh, a lot of people uh, may not realize that there are five uh, commissioners, board of directors of the Mississippi Lottery Commission, and your dad was first chairman, and I believe he serves as chairman today of the Mississippi uh, Lottery mm-hmm. Commission. And, 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 and whether you buy a lottery ticket or not, it is good for the state of Mississippi, and millions of dollars are going back into roads and bridges and education back into public services to help make Mississippi a better state because the lottery really got off to a great start. Your dad actually wrote the bylaws uh, establishing the Mississippi lottery, he and his four uh, other board members, and so they got off to a great start, and and it's been a tremendous success story uh, returning revenue uh, to the people of Mississippi. Your dad was the first chairman of uh, Mississippi Lottery Commission and is serves as chairman today. He wears so many hats, but he does them all well. And uh, and so I'm I'm so proud of of the fact that that I had a chance to to really work under your dad's leadership. And um, and he's I can't wait to see what he does next. As you mentioned, roots down in Ocean Springs. Uh, he and Mom Ada love to visit the coast and home in Decatur, uh, Mississippi. But they're all about making Mississippi better. I think occasionally they may venture even up north to Oxford to see a couple of special grandchildren. <laughs> well, he's got, got a few excuses now. Glenn, thank you so much for joining us today, for indulging me on this path. Um, thank you for your service, sir. And uh, thank you, Dad, you know, the man behind a lot of the success stories in Mississippi's economic path. And I wish him well on his path towards retirement. And for our listeners out there, stay tuned. I have much more after the break. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 68. Tonight, a 90% chance of rain, low around 54. 90% chance of rain for your Tuesday, high near 60 degrees. And for your Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 70 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. U.S. inflation hit a new high in February, affecting essentials like groceries and gas. Florida Congressman Brian Mass told Fox & Friends that the Biden administration could be doing more to bring down prices. There are things that they could be working on bipartisanly, even though they screwed up American energy policy and made us dependent on bad actors. They're not even doing those things. Mississippi Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith agree that Biden needs to open up domestic energy production. President Biden says the bipartisan infrastructure bill would help fix bottlenecks in the supply chain and ease inflation. Some Democrats say that price increases are also exacerbated by corporations price gouging above the inflation rate. The average price of gas in Mississippi is hovering around $4 for a list of the lowest gas prices in this state. Find us online at supertalk.fm. 
It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait, get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Days with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. just one of those classical guitar riffs. You just could listen to that on and on and on. All right. Welcome back. You are listening to Middays with me, guest host Mandy Gunasekera here on Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. If you are just joining us, um, welcome and thank you for listening. I just want to remind our listeners there's lots of ways to listen, watch, and follow. Um, you can listen to the Middays with Gerard Gibbert on supertalk.fm and the Super Talk Mississippi app. The best way to listen to the show each day is always on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station anywhere across the state. All right. Um, if you if you heard our last, just to, to put a final note on our last segment, um, I really was just highlighting a career of one of the men working behind the scenes. There are a lot of Mississippians constantly working behind the scenes um, to help get our state and to keep our state um, on a path to prosperity. And I just thank them for that work. Um, I know a lot goes into them, and, and I especially thank my dad and the work that he has done. All right, moving on. Um, COVID, it hasn't really been in the headlines a lot lately. It's been overtaken. Um, Rhino, I'm not sure if you saw. Um, I, I don't have the tweet pulled up, so this is all paraphrasing and from memory. But there was a pretty funny tweet a couple weeks ago, right about the time the Russia-Ukraine invasion started. And um, it was basically a comedian tweeting out that um, he, after after two long years of being an expert in epidemiology and coronavirus, um, he was excited to move on to being an expert expert in foreign affairs and no-fly zones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, at least people have, uh, some, have a sense of humor about the ridiculousness that that makes up a lot of our our mainstream media-type folks. But 
COVID, there's just some restrictions that this administration will not let go. And me, as a frequent flyer, I'm constantly flying from my home in Oxford to various places around the country. I was really looking forward to the end of this week. Um, They were supposed to finally lift the mask mandate um, for transportation, public transportation. It's been imposed um, on any metros, subways, and certainly the airlines um, for quite some time. It was supposed to be lifted Folks were starting to get excited about it, and then uh, they decided to extend it for one more month. And it's just frustrating because, one, if if you're looking at the metrics this government itself has set as the barometer for when certain restrictions are required or not, setting aside whether or not we think it's the best barometers, but let's just accept them at how they go about measuring these sorts of things. Um, 2% of the population, 2%. This is around 7 million people, according to one article I was looking at, live in places where um, COVID is along the lines of uh, making that community high risk by this administration's own measurements. Yet 2% um, being in that position, they're still going to extend nationwide mass mandates uh, across the transportation sector. It just goes to show you that once the federal government gets involved and they put requirements in place, it will be more than pulling teeth to try and get them to let go of that role in your life. And we saw this on steroids throughout the uh, coronavirus epidemic, no, well, not epidemic, previously pandemic, um, We saw egregious applications of this where you had empowered unelected officials taking recommendations and interpretations from um, once credible federal entities and then using that to restrict people's personal liberties and ability to make personal health decisions um, in ways that that really at some point became untenable because the facts and the science and the data that Democrats in this administration purportedly laid out as their justifications no longer supported. Well, I, you may have missed this weekend. There was a lot going on, so it's hard to keep up with everything. But President Trump was in South Carolina, and uh, he, he touched on this point. Um, can you play that clip? Another top priority when we take back Congress should be, and it will be, to pass a bill terminating every last federal COVID mandate. Now, that was one of the most raucous applauses of the entire night. Hard to believe when he touched on um, a lot of issues that uh, that that the American people are concerned about or passionate about. Um, But but really, enough is enough. Um, This administration has they've got to get with the times. They've got to let these mandates go. Um, And and we, the American people, we've got to hold them to that. The thing about the federal government, um, they want they want a passive citizen, because if you're a passive citizen, it's easier for them to impose mandates and run your life. Um, If you don't like that, I don't like that. I think the majority of the listeners of this program probably don't like that. Um, We've got to push back and hold them um, and and hold them to account for what they've caused and and really convince and convey to them. Um, We are at this point where they've got to let those COVID restrictions are done. Um, And 
The good news, though, is there is a backstop. Uh, the backstop is certainly with what President Trump was saying, but if we have the midterms, uh, the midterms going on later this year, if we have the outcomes that are highly expected, there's going to be a huge dynamic shift in Washington, D.C. when Republicans take back the House. Um, they are primed to take back the Senate, and then two years after that, we're going to have a really good chance to take back the administration. Now, whether that is under President Trump, he certainly alluded to it, and in all of these uh, public appearances, he's alluding to engaging in a run. Um, we shall see, but nonetheless, there is a backstop, and there is a light, a very definitive light at the end of this long, unnecessary, unnecessarily mandated and regulated COVID tunnel. All right, shifting gears a little bit, um, this month is Women's History Month. Um, and it, last week, there were quite a few folks that were posting about International Women's Day. Um, there's been a lot of ways to highlight and celebrate the role of women in a lot of applications. Now, one of those is in the Republican Party. Democrats for a long time have tried to convince the American people that the Republican Party was just a bunch of older Caucasian uh, men. And that wasn't true when they were saying it, and it certainly isn't true today. Um, I have a few statistics uh, coming from our Republican National Committee that put these out, who, by the way, is run by a woman, uh, Ronna McDaniel, who's done, you know, a, a very good job. Um, but there are currently 41 Republican women serving in Congress, eight Republican women serve as senators. One of those is our very own Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith, and 33 Republican women serve as House members. Now, while Democrats like to say the Republican Republican Party, um, it doesn't appreciate women, it doesn't include a lot of women, which is false on its face. They also like to use women as a as a political symbol. Um, they like to herald them up while at the same time pushing policies that cause them harm. Uh, this is this is a constant theme. I started out talking about what they're doing. They're, they're taking the strategy in the energy space. Um, they're taking the strategy. They're applying it in the in the the beef industry, and they do it to women as well. And so, on top of you've got rising prices, prices, the supply chain crisis, uh, Biden and the Democrats' prolonged lockdown policies. They have disproportionately impacted women. And that's because in this world today, um, as as advanced and, and quote unquote progressive as it may be, um, the the family responsibilities largely fall to women. And a lot of women have been falling out of the workforce. And when you had this administration prolonging not just mass mandates, um, but prolonging the ability of schools to open up and let children come back in. Um, and you had this administration colluding, I'm going to use the C word, colluding with the National School Boards Association to make it difficult for public schools to open up. That caused serious harm to women, um, not just in the workforce, but also adolescent girls. Um, there was one article I was reading talking about how the, the Democrat and the Biden administration's pro and perpetuated lockdown policies um, have led to a rise in adolescent girls' emergency room visits for mental health issues related to, you know, isolation at home. Um, and it's it's led to an uptick in depression and obsessive compulsive, compulsive divorder, disorder, um, especially prevalent in our young women. Um, now, not only has have the Democrats attacked women um, or their policies led to negative consequences for women, um, their whole gender identity push has really undercut a lot of the progress that women have made. You may recall not too long ago, um, this was during the Build Back Better, or as some people aptly put it, 
Build Back Broke agenda, Biden replaced the term mothers with birthing people, um, which is just an absolute insult to women all across the country. Um, And if that's not bad enough, um, they've been... uh, taking action after action to undercut the role of women in sports. Um, On Biden's first day, he signed an executive order calling on schools across the country to allow students to compete in the sport of their, quote, gender identity, which has led to an uptick of men who uh, claim to or identify as women just really taking the cake in terms of um, winning the races and swimming the fastest laps and all these sorts of things. So um, happy Women's Month. Um, Know which party is truly working to advance the role of women in meaningful ways and and which party has implemented policies that are causing a range of negative consequences. I think it's pretty clear. Um, But don't go away. We've got our final segment coming up after the break. Sit tight and I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Gonna stick like glue, yeah, yeah, because I'm stuck on you. I'm gonna stick like glue, yeah, yeah, because I'm stuck on Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richmond. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstadt or online at bennelson.com. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Since Russia's invasion of Ukraine began, Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack has sought to calm down speculation or concerns about the wide-ranging impacts of Ukraine being taken out of the global agricultural markets. Still, the Secretary said leaders from the World Food Program spoke to the G7 agricultural leaders on Friday concerned about hunger, the pandemic, drought, and Ukraine. Agricultural ministers and secretaries from the G7 countries met on Friday at the Commodity Classics General Session, and 
talked with Ukraine Agricultural Minister Roman Gazinsko, who talked about the desire and the will of Ukrainian farmers to still try to grow a crop. And what U.S. Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack said was, and what they need is fuel. Talking to reporters after his speech in New Orleans, Vilsack said Lichensko's big request from European countries involved fuel needs for farmers. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, welcome back to the final second uh, segment. Gosh, I've lost my words. Um... To our final segment today on Middays with me, guest host Mandy Gunasekara, here on Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. So keep up with everything on Super Talk Mississippi um, by following us on Twitter. Don't forget about social media, folks. Just search for at Super Talk on Twitter or on Facebook. You can follow Super Talk Mississippi on Facebook for stories and videos about the news, politics, and sports happening all across Mississippi. Okay, Rhino, I'm going to um, I'm going to shift over to you. You've got some asteroid news, I understand. Oh yeah, we had a close call with uh, an asteroid over the weekend. Uh, some Hungarian scientist discovered it, and then two hours later, it entered the atmosphere. <laughs> There's a reason he didn't discover it till it was so late. It's because it's kind of small. It didn't have enough energy or size to impact the Earth in any meaningful way, but. People in Iceland said they saw a flash and heard a boom. The weirdest thing about all of this is the way they describe the asteroid. Hmm. Now, the asteroid's official delineation is 2002 EB-5. Okay. But they're saying that the size of the asteroid is roughly half the size of a giraffe. Huh. I was unaware that giraffes were units of measurement, especially when it came to sizing asteroids. Yeah, I've heard inches and and feet, which uh, the UK folks always make fun of us. Um, but giraffe metric—that's new one. <laughs> that's half a giraffe's asteroid size. Well, it's also—I mean, a, a giraffe is a large animal. Right. It's not the largest, um, but in like asteroid asteroid world, that doesn't seem that big. Half a giraffe. And that's why it was. It wasn't until the very last moments that they were able to see it because it was so small in the the grand scheme of things in space, and it didn't reflect a whole lot of light. So, 
got up on us two hours later it was in the atmosphere and for some reason the scientists decided to measure it in giraffes <laughs> i love i love the evolution of science um i guess it's so we can all relate to it um good thing it wasn't big enough to where we need to hire a ragtag bunch of oil developers to fly into outer space and split it in half to save us all from uh from from uh, destruction Oh, yeah. Michael Bay and his wonderful explosions. I know. They are quite good. Okay, well, um, speaking of animals, I don't know if you saw this up in New Jersey. Mm. Um, There was an animal control uh, situation where a resident had spotted what he thought was someone's pet parrot perched on a tree in a wooded area and called the police to have the, quote, beautiful bird rescued. The caller even sent a photo of the parrot. Okay, so animal control officer Jim Ferry was on the scene quickly and approached the bird um, using caution, of course. And that's when he noticed the parrot. It wasn't moving, not even an inch or half giraffe Uh (laughs) Um, because it was, in fact, ceramic. And in a Facebook post, uh, the local police department said the animal is being, quote, lovingly taken care of until its owner is found. Wow. Yeah, interesting. I feel like um, maybe that person has a little too much time on their hands or they were trying to play a prank on their neighbor. There's no telling, but you you always have these weird call-ins to the police. And being from New Jersey, that's an oddity because usually they come from Florida. I know. I mean, you've got the Florida man <laughs> that, that just seems to be the end-all, be-all of stupidity in media. And not to be outdone, a Florida man over the weekend decided that he was going to get himself some meth at a local bar. Uh-huh. He obtained two little baggies of what he thought was meth, but after smoking some, he didn't like the effects it was giving him, so he called the cops. Oh, my gosh. And said, guys, you need to get down here and test my meth, because I don't think it's meth. I think it's bath salts. And I need you to go after the guy that's that's selling these dangerous drugs. So when the police show up, he hands them the baggies of meth. They look at him like he's stupid and arrest him and then test it and come to find out it really was meth. Rightfully so. Uh, Well, look, I get his confusion. This administration has been trying to get rid of the police and replace them with um, with uh, all manner of I'm just going to call them consultants, Um, you know, emergency consultants. And so maybe he felt like uh, he could complain to them and give them some sort of Yelp review in the process. That is the saddest part is he couldn't give them any identifying information about the guy that sold it to him. So even his original plan of getting the dealer in trouble, if you don't have his name or any identifying anything, maybe the phone number or where you bought it, no, you couldn't even tell him that. That's, yeah, that's that's very interesting, the selective uh, memory. Well, um, folks, hopefully we lighten things up a little bit after a heavy uh, two hours just assessing the state of our domestic situation and the state of international affairs, which is increasingly getting dicey under this administration that uh, uh, lacks any degree of respectable and um, strength-positioned leadership. Nonetheless, I've enjoyed my time today. It's flown by. Thank you so much for your time, for your attention. And I know we're getting into spring break for many folks. Um, I wish everyone a happy and safe spring break. Hope folks are going out having a good time. And next week, we'll be back at it with hopefully a refreshed bunch of youngsters and teachers and administrators at that. That's it for today's midday program. Until next time.
Super Talk Mississippi media production.